Nothing But Facts, a podcast brought to you by Will and Dean, aka the Northerners with Knowledge, amongst other things, aiming to separate the world of BS from the world of science. Welcome everybody to another episode of Nothing But Facts with the Northerners with Knowledge. I am Dean and I'd like to welcome my good friend, partner in crime, Will. How are we doing, Will? Good morning, Dean. Um, once again, I don't know why I keep looking at the times and saying good morning, because like we said last time, people might be listening in the evening, but hey-ho. Uh, yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm uh, very good. Um, plodding on. Um, happy and privileged to be doing another podcast um, with yourself. Obviously, they're going down really well with everybody that's listening. So thank you, everybody, for listening so far. And um, today we're talking all about bulking, aren't we, mate? So um, we are, pal. Off the cuff, off the cuff. Um, as we always do, your opinions on uh, bulking. So my less scientific version, the off-the-cuff opinion would be bulking is getting massive. The teenagers wet dream who, who like to gym, get as big as possible, get pumped, get massive, all about the gains, spelt with a Z. Um, yeah, just adding that muscle, getting huge. That is my off-the-cuff opinion on bulking. What about yourself? Yeah, my opinion of bulking is the experience of bulking I had as a teenager, mate, is going to the gym, not having a clue what the hell I'm doing, just eating as much as I possibly can, going to the gym, um, <laughs> lifting as much as I can, having probably three McDonald's a day, a pizza for tea, um, mass gainers that are full of sugar, uh, <laughs> just all that kind of stuff. All, good. All, all, all the goodness um, that, that comes with... Um, sort of um, uneducated bulking, I would say. But, yeah, bulking is is effectively just trying to, like you said, just absolutely smash the calories in, um, but get the training done right, get it done properly so that you end, end up hench and like Arnold Schwarzenegger before you know it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, uh, that's, uh, that's obviously our experience and our knowledge of, uh, well, less scientific knowledge of uh, bulking, but we want to obviously fire over to the mothers that we do. Oh, I can't speak, mate. As we always do. Um, <laughs> and they've not let us down so far, have they? They've come up trumps both weeks. They've not. So we are going to uh, obviously see how they um, get on with this bulking topic, because it's not going to be something they're familiar with, I'm going to guess anyway. So we'll see how they no, get on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> I don't think my mum's been bulking anyway recently. I don't know if she might have been, but not that I'm yeah. aware of. Maybe involuntary, no, I'm not my sure. My mum doesn't look like... <laughs> bit of emotional my mum doesn't look perhaps. like she's just finished the 12-week cycle, so we'll see what <laughs> Brilliant. Right, so we'll shoot with my mum first, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. Bulking is a term used by um, people who go to the gym, bodybuilders, um, and I think it means... Um, you're taking extra calories in order to build muscle, but you have to do the work in order to build muscle because if you just eat the extra calories and don't uh, build muscle, as in gym going or whatever, then that muscle will, well, it won't, won't go to muscle, it'll just turn to fat. So basically it's an intake of extra calories in order to achieve muscle bulking. Um, if you don't do the work, then the muscle turns to fat. Yeah. Brilliant. So that was my mother's opinion on muscle bulking, I think she said in there somewhere. Um, what, are your, yeah. what are your immediate thoughts on that, Dean? Yeah, I thought, again, she's come up trumps. She, she obviously knows her stuff. 
I love that she's again associating it with exercise and not just saying that if you just eat a lot of food, you're going to pack on a lot of muscle because you don't, that's not going to happen. She's correct. You do need to stimulate the muscle growth uh, with resistance training. So, yeah, she's hit the nail on the head there. Um, really enjoyed the little yep on the end there just to highlight her point. I thought that was a lovely little sign off she did. Just but yeah, I think she's nailed it, mate. What, what were your thoughts? Yeah, just to close it off there, I love that. Yeah, that, yep, that's it. I'm done. Over and out. Um, yeah, that'll no, do. I, uh, honestly, I thought I thought along the way she was like, didn't really know what she was saying, where she was going with it. But I think if you condensed it all a little bit, I think the, the message that she's got is, is pretty much bang on. You need to eat more calories. And, and she says, and if you eat those calories and you drink those protein shakes or whatever, if you don't go to the gym and make use of those, that energy that you've got, then you're not gonna you're not gonna build muscle, and she's and she's quite right. Bulking is a term that is seen in the bodybuilding industry. It's not something you would find okay. um, our mums, like we said before, saying it or doing it. Yeah, we might do it subconsciously. We might put on weight, but that's not necessarily what we what we define as bulking. Um, no, but yeah, I, I, I was I was quite impressed. I'll be honest, mate. I was quite impressed, and I'm sure your yeah, mum nailed it again either. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a mirrored image. Let's but what see. I did notice, mate, listening to the to listening to our mum's talk, they sound very similar. I feel like we could say that one's Carol, one's Paula, and, and nobody would even know because the, the the voice honestly sounds like. That's my opinion, anyway. I don't know. Well, you... to be honest with you, Will, I've never seen them in the same room at the same time, so who knows? <laughs> this, this, this is very true, mate. Very true. Uh, right, right, we'll, uh, we'll crack on with, with Carol's. I'm hoping she's going to bring it for us again today. Um, so on, let's, uh, let's, let's crack on. This week's topic is bulking. Um, this is what usually happens to me after a good holiday or the Christmas celebrations. Um, seriously, um, it's when you want to increase your muscle mass um, so instead of taking in less calories than your body needs or it burns off, um, this time you need to take in more calories, um, which is moderating your fat and uh, protein intake, concentrating on taking in more carbohydrates. Um, this combined with weightlifting um, is all to build your muscle mass uh, and give you more strength um, and basically that's what I think bulking is. Fantastic I mean I like how she's introducing yeah, it like Carol. a topic mate she's taking this podcast away from us this week's topic is yeah, oh, I I know, mate, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll decide yeah I'm gonna say well yeah what's going on here she's taking it away from us mate um, and she might as well She's definitely, uh, she's relishing the spotlight a little bit too much there with the, the little, yes, uh, bulking is what happens to me when I've been on holiday. Ha, ha, ha. But seriously. <laughs> yeah. She's absolutely nailed the, the sort of um, concept of it, the idea of it. I like the joke at the start. Bulking is, isn't what we think we do at Christmas. I love that. Love that little bit of comedy. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that she's really focused on um, looking at your macronutrients as well. Uh, looking at sort of like you're monitoring your fat content, your carbohydrate content, your protein content, all that kind of stuff, yeah. because that is something that's overlooked. Um, a lot of people bulking just think oh, I'll eat as much as I possibly can in, in sight and don't necessarily look at what they're going to be using those calories for. And, and she, she, she said it right. Obviously, eating a lot of carbs is going to fuel you through 
those heavy workouts and because if we're going to do it properly you might be wanting to train twice a day for example so you need obviously yeah, a lot of fuel absolutely. so yeah I was very very impressed um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to start an investigation though mate because I think there's some insider work going on between you and your mother I think you're, you're stitching me and Paul I think around, I'm mate. going to turn her Wi-Fi off <laughs> I think you're, I think there's some insider stuff going on. I think you you and uh, you and Carol are stitching me and Paula up. You're making us look like the thicker half of this duo, mate. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, if that if that's the thick half, I think we're all right because she's absolutely nailed it again. No, she has, mate. I'm only I'm only joking. It's just it's it's that sort of textbook. <laughs> it's that textbook answer once again. Um, when when obviously I listen to to Carol's, it's it's that confidence in delivery. It's that that sort of those yeah. terminology, those things that she's coming into with calories and maintenance and all this. I'm just like, I'm blown away every week, mate. So she'll, she, she'll be, uh, I'm sure, yeah. she'll be glad to hear that once I again. I think it's testament testament to us and how we obviously, the stuff we speak to them about regular on a daily basis as well, I think they do take a lot from that, probably more than we maybe anticipated. So the knowledge, um, like my mum was feeling sister, well, I only know it because you bang on about it, stuff like that. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's, it is brilliant and it just shows that we speak way too much, clearly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, we've obviously said about what our off-the-cup opinion is, mother knows best, uh, but obviously what is bulking? Um, I think we've pretty much covered it in, in a roundabout way. I think our mums yeah. have pretty much covered it with their expert knowledge, but yeah, let's, just sort so. of, let's just give the people a concise sort of definition of what bulking is and I'll let you, I'll let you deal with that one thing. So for me, it would be building muscle through a, a controlled calorie surplus and um, partnering it up with a carefully designed resistance training program. Boom. I don't think I need to add to that because I think that is exactly what it is. Um, it's effectively building muscle, isn't it? It's, it's, it's going through a period of time where you're, you're planning to put on as much muscle as you can. Um, we do need to know how, people, how we achieve it. Um, so I think... How would how would you sort of suggest people go about it, Dean? Obviously, you said resistance, you said calorie calorie surplus, all that kind of stuff. Is are there yeah. sort of two main things, or is there anything in particular that you think? Yeah, you need to... for me, training wise, you need to hit the three key things for me: mechanical tension. So when the muscle contracts against resistance, making sure that that resistance is enough. Um, the muscle damage that then that resistance causes, the little micro tears that you get in your muscles that then can be repaired and rebuilt um, after exercise. And of course, metabolic stress, which is working your muscles to endurance, to the limit, sometimes to failure. Those three things are the biggest stimulus for muscle growth. Uh, so when you're training, you really need to make sure you're, you're doing those three things and you're not just going through the motions, ticking off the exercises on your list and having a little chat to your friend about what you got up to last night and you're just kind of phoning in the session, you need to make sure those three things are targeted, you're training specific, and you're going to get the best results out of it that way. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think that, that those three things are are crucial. Um, and I think there's, there's obviously, I wanted to just touch on, uh, just add to that and just sort of say, um, in order to incorporate those, sometimes people can go, well, how do I incorporate metabolic stress? How do I incorporate mechanical tension? How do I incorporate all these different things and obviously, we can use the principles. Um, fit principle being the probably the longest running and um, most used principle in the in the industry. Um, frequency, intensity, time, and type. Um, it's a principle that you can use when you're training. So obviously, frequency-wise, 
Um, you want to be training quite a lot. Um, you want to be training ten, five times a week, if, 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 if not six. You, you, your rest days, obviously, are crucial in this, um, but your frequency has to be high. Um, because the, when we talk about stress, we talk about tension and damage. We're not going to get that without frequently training, are we? So that's that's crucial. No. Um, intensity, it needs to be high intensity. I would say no more than 45 minutes to an hour of training, um, but hard Agreed. work, minimum rest um, in between exercises. Um, type, um, it, it's got to be resistance. And we've, we've obviously, we've, we've spoke about that, but um, we, we've got to be, um, we've got to vary as well. We've got to bring in different things, whether it be resistance bands, Smith machines, dumbbells, different angles, bench presses. We can't just go in and do a bench press and, and just then go on to do some bicep curls and stuff. It's got to be um, measured. It's Target got to be, it. yeah, targeted area. Um, I always say, that whatever muscle group you're doing, one popular way that works is like push-pull legs. Um, you can do five-day split as well. There's various different methods that you can choose, but if, whatever it is you're training, 20 sets minimum. That's what I've always said. Um, that's what a lot of research yeah. says. 20 sets per muscle group, that'll allow giving the correct volume. And in those 20 sets, try and get different exercises in there um, and try yeah. and add it up to that 20. And then, and then obviously... Um, Time-wise, obviously, we spoke about the 45 minutes to, to an hour um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, that is what I would say in a little nutshell, um, what I would aim for every every single workout. Um, have you got anything to add on, on exercise or diet? Yeah, just, just, just touching on, on the time aspect as well. You need to make sure that time is utilised by training. Um, the amount of times you see people in the gym scrolling away and that two, three-minute rest turns into 10 minutes. They're in the gym for an hour and a half, two hours, and they've probably trained for about 45 minutes. You've got to utilize your time correctly. Make sure it's a set amount of time and you're working as much as you can for that. Obviously, use the proper rest, but don't let those rests turn into 10, 15 minutes of chatting or on your phone. Yeah, be disciplined. Yeah, absolutely. Be disciplined. Um, get your stopwatch on your watch on your phone every time you finish a set of time yourself. Be strict on yourself. Be your own personal trainer. Um, because we can't all afford yeah. a personal training, but honestly, be strict with yourself because it's going to benefit you in the long run. Absolutely, we don't want to see people taking selfies, and yeah, there might be someone no. who's, who's doing topless vest selfies in in, in corner, or whatever. But don't look at them. Focus on <laughs> focus on what you've got to do. That, that's not how you get yeah, big. Don't look at me. It's not make you bigger. <laughs> that's that, that, we could add that to myth busting later, couldn't we, mate? Um, yeah, we could. <laughs> So where do we where do we think people go wrong? Where do we think that um, when people come to approaching a bulk, when people are skinny and they want to put on muscle, where do we think that people just don't get it right? What do you think people do? Well, I think straight away overestimating the size of the surplus that you require. It's sort of like you almost feel like you're off the leash and you can wow, well, I can eat as much as possible then, can't I? And then we go nuts, we're in too big a surplus, um, and we're just going to gain loads of fat. So while you might read heavier on the scales, it's not muscle that you've built. You will have built some muscle, but not as much as you think. Um, I always have a little chuckle to myself at the lads walking in the gym, chomping on a little bit of unfinished KFC just before they start training, power that down, smash out a couple of bicep curls, and then they're back on the scales 
put seven pounds on this week, mate, thinking it's all muscle, and it definitely won't be. The rate at which you gain muscle is depressingly slow, and that's why it's a consistent game. It's it's a long game, and so yeah, that that massive surplus at the start, and then you end up putting yourself in a bit of a mess. Um, so yeah, that that's where I would say most people go wrong. Anything to add on that? Um, yeah, um, I think what you've said plus. Um, just drinking protein shakes and going to the gym. So I see it so many times. I was one of those people. I'm going to hold my hands up here and say when I was 16 years old, I was that person. I decided, you know what, I'm fed up for being a lanky piece of bleep. Um, and I'm going to do something about it. So I bought some protein shake. I think it was called Mammoth Mammoth Protein. It was a mass gainer. Ooh. Yeah, full of sugar. Um, and I just went to gym. No idea what I was doing. Um, I did a couple of bench presses, did like some bicep curls. <laughs> treadmill for an hour. The classic. But this is why I don't judge anybody when I see them now, because I think, you know what? It's not your fault. You're, yeah. you, you're just doing what you think's right. You're doing what social media has led you to believe is the right thing to do. And obviously we'll come on to the social media side of things in a minute. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's that whole thing of without the fundamentals of that calorie surplus, that monitored calorie surplus, the right amount of protein, the right training program, um, having a protein shake and going to the gym and just doing what you feel right is, is unfortunately not going to give you the desired results. There needs to be much more in place. Yeah. Um, protein isn't a magic ingredient. To those who I remember, there were once people that used to say that st- protein shakes were like a, 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 a like a steroid. If you remember that, that were like an old an old myth back in the day that if you had protein shakes that you'd they're bad for you. They just make you big. And I'm like, what? Where the hell did that come from? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, that, that's not the case. I wish it was, but that's not the case. If we look at fat loss, mate, yeah, how hard it is to lose fat, and it's 3,500 calorie deficit is to lose fat. Muscles are a lot harder to gain than it is to lose fat. So just just bear that in mind when you're thinking about putting on the Yeah. Patience. Patience is key. Patience is absolutely key. Um, we, tip, we, we, we tipped on. We touched on, should I say. Um Social media, we touched on how that plays a massive um, role in people's desires, I think. People wanting to get bigger, people seeing, obviously, these shredded people all over Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, wherever, lifting weights. Um, That pushes a lot of people to go to the gym. And we obviously want to talk about that side of things. So what would you say... um, about social media and its impact and then obviously we'll talk about the highlights and the lowlights what we what we're doing this week we're taking it off and we're going to talk about one highlight from social media and one lowlight from social media um but what would you say just just as a sort of starting point how big of a role do you think social media plays I i think it's huge it really is um like you touched on there looking at images of other people instantly brings about comparison to yourself unhappiness that you don't look like this person despite not having their genetics their training patterns their work life stress levels sleep levels you are completely different to them but we base the success of our own journeys on their metrics and that's the problem in my eyes and you look at someone who's absolutely ginormous and ripped on instagram probably at a tremendous angle maybe even photoshop you feel bad on yourself for what you what you look like, and then you want to speed up that process. It can lead to that excessive surplus that we've discussed, or steroid use, 
yeah. to try and speed up the process, get you get you to their level um, in quicker time. And to, to be completely honest, you will never get to their level because you are not them. You've got and, your own and, levels to get to, but not theirs. And I just want to touch on that as well. It was obviously you desire to look like that, but nine times out of ten, you're just going to attract more like-minded men so if you think if you think it's going to help yeah. you get more women then you're sorely mistaken because more than likely it's just going to be other men admiring you over instagram so if that's it what you want true. and that's that's your game then that's fine but i think yeah. a lot of people think i want to be big I want to be... Tough, bro. yeah so yeah just think twice before you you turn to anything like steroids or anything like that um because it's it's not always necessary you can achieve great results you can get to a place you want to get to um, without doing going down that route, but obviously you've got to make sure you, you do everything right. Um, but looking at social media, what would you say? Because it, it has, does have its drawbacks, but it has its positives as well. So, what's what would you say the one highlight from social media is that, we're, that we're, you've seen from from looking, Dean? I think you can come across some good guidance. Um, we came across a few infographics demonstrating six or seven things on on a picture of the keys to successful bulking, how to do it, how much protein you should have, what training splits they would advise, macronutrients, overall calorie intake, um, sleep advice. There's loads of really useful topics on these infographics uh, that for the beginner or the intermediate, even the expert, I think they can definitely find that sort of thing useful. So I think that's a really good side to the social media, um, stuff like that that's going to point you in the right direction. Um, as far as a low light goes, is there anything that you came across? Low lights, um, body image. Yes, yeah, heads flexing on the ground um, is uh, is what <laughs> I put in my notes, mate. Um, I don't think that's helpful helpful for anybody. <laughs> don't think it's helpful for anybody <laughs> coming across somebody looking hench on Instagram that's clearly pumped full of steroids. Is not helpful for somebody who's seventeen years old wants to put on a bit of muscle. No. Um, and wants to do it the right way because they're going to see that it's unrealistic because without taking performance enhanced performance enhancing drugs you're not going to get there like they are um, and yeah I would just sort of say that's the low light so try and if you can filter filter out the the pictures of people posing the pictures yeah. of, the, the videos of people just flexing and doing an exercise just because they look good on it try and sort of pick apart the stuff that's actually giving you useful tips useful information and, uh, and investigate the person that's giving that information as well. I would always say that. Um, investigate what people are saying, um, who's saying it, where they've got it from. Because if they're just a, if they are just a steroid user and they're telling you to do it, I, I'll tell you what. Eight times out of ten, the advice I hear some steroid users giving other gym users is absolutely atrocious. But because they're obviously yeah. they've, they've got the, the help of obviously drugs and stuff, it, it, it obviously helps that process a lot better. I mean, you don't necessarily need all yeah. the things that were mentioned earlier. Do you know what I mean? So definitely get yeah. your, get your information from a, a good source. I think people tend to listen to people who look good a lot more than people who are in positions of knowledge as well. They sort of think, well, he looks amazing, so he must know exactly what he's talking about when it's not always the case. Yeah, they prefer to listen to people that look like um, they prefer to listen to people like that than people who look like Alan and Harry Maguire, don't they? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so we, we we could just be here talking to ourselves, mate. But it's fine. That's not a problem. Um, yeah, we're over but, it, aren't we? <laughs> we're over it. Yeah, well, I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> myth busting. So um, 
there's obviously a lot of myths surrounding bulking. We've we've talked about obviously how to achieve it, um, where people go wrong, what social media, what impact social media is having. What myths do you think we need to bust? What are the big things that we need to bust on this chat on this chat today, Dean? So the big the biggest thing for me would be um, it's maybe not a myth. It's more of looking at it from a different angle. The dirty bulking, as in eating any types of food, McDonald's, everything, just get those calories in. Dirty bulking gets better results than lean bulking. Now, I would question that. I would say that's kind of false. While, yes, you will add more muscle uh, in the same period of time as if you were lean bulking, um, you're also going to add a lot more body fat with that as well. So that's leaving you in a worse position at the end, leaving you with a much harder cut. So to class that as a better result i'm not sure it is you will add more muscle but you're leaving yourself with still a lot of work to do there were a study of natural bodybuilders um that over four weeks there was a tortoise group and a hair group the tortoise group had a modest surplus and they added 3.3 pounds in total and the hair group had a massive surplus and added 9.3 pounds in total so that you can see the massive difference there 5.3 5.3 of that pounds were muscle and four pounds were fat in the hair group, whereas only 0.7 grams of the total gains in the tortoise group were from body fat. So whilst they've added slightly less muscle, they've also added way less body fat, which leaves you in a much leaner position. So also then deceptively enough, that will give you the look of being bigger because you're actually leaner and you've got less to do come your cut. So that would be, yeah, maybe not a myth busting, but, to say that dirty bulking gets better results than lean bulking, I would disagree. Yeah, I would just on the back of that, I would just say there's obviously um, there's no right or wrong way. Um, there's no right or wrong way, like you said, but obviously don't assume that one way is going to give you better results than than the other. Um, I think if you, if you, if it is a bit of a dirty bulk, because I, I do understand, I think it's, sometimes it's really hard to get calories in when it's all from chicken and broccoli and rice. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with when it comes to the bulk. And that's why a lot of people don't eat enough because they can't physically eat that much. So one rule I've always said is, is try and have two thirds of your meals, good, clean, lean foods. And then one, one meal a day, or whatever, or 30 meals is maybe something a bit naughty just to boost them calories up a little bit. But yeah. most importantly, not looking at that, looking at that surplus, not going over that um, too 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 high, not going uh, too high with the calories. But myth busting for me, um, don't need steroids to get big. We've talked about steroids a little bit uh, previously, um, but yeah, you don't need steroids. It can be done naturally. It's going to take a lot longer. Um, yes, it's frustrating when you see people. Um, on steroids and they're absolutely shooting shooting up in terms of muscle mass and just like absolutely looking like beasts within no time but just just stick with it um hold pride that you're doing it naturally um it's an achievement yeah. to, to get big naturally and you it can is. do it it just it requires patience that that word that, that you mentioned earlier um yeah and then uh i think uh I want to talk about a myth of that it's impossible for women to gain muscle. It's impossible for women to bulk. It's impossible for there's a there's a, a, a stigma around bulking that that women that can't can't do it or don't want to do it. Um, women can't like and this goes into women and resistance training a little bit. But that there's this whole yeah. thing of that women are scared to go anywhere near the word bulk because they don't want to end up look like looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Dwayne Johnson. 
And yeah. I would just say to any woman that's listening to this, you can bulk, you can put on muscle and you can do it in the right way. But trust me, you're not going to end up massive because if you end up massive within four weeks of doing resistance training, I want to know how, because I've been trying for five years. Do you know what I mean? Six yeah. years, whatever it is, uh, more. So yeah. it's not impossible for, for women to bulk. It's not it's not a male-only thing. Um, it's not something that women can't do. Um, it's, it, you have to follow the same approach with the right training program, the right nutrition, and you can achieve the same results, really. Um but I think that's uh, I think that they were the, the main ones really. Uh, we touched on protein shakes earlier about that being a myth that just sort of drinking protein shakes isn't enough. Um, yeah. You can't you can't just drink protein shakes and expect, and expect to be to be big. Um, you got anything else to add on the myth busting? Uh, no, I think you've covered it really well there. Uh, really point with the women. A lot of my clients will have said when it comes to weight training, and I'll as soon as I say right, we need to go heavier with that they'll say oh they'll look at me a bit gone out oh, oh well I, I don't want to get big arms i don't want to get like <laughs> calm down you're not going to do a set of 12 reps and turn into arnie 100 percent won't happen so yeah. yeah i think it's a good point that there's a right way of doing it and they can do it but also they're a bit fearful of using weights and stuff in case they accidentally bolt which yeah as you said if that happens we want to know how exactly you've got to remember that men have 10 times the levels of testosterone testosterone is the crucial hormone to building muscle it plays a vital role in protein synthesis and turning all that protein that you consume and using that to build muscle. So you've got to think that it's effectively, in simpleton terms, it's going to take you 10 times longer if you're a woman. So don't be worried about being massive <laughs> in like yeah. such a short period Just of time. chill out. Chill out, yeah. Take a breather. Your personal trainer knows what he's talking about, ladies. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're going to finish it off, mate, um, with our top three tips. Um, this podcast has flown by. We've flown through loads of information. But obviously, we like to finish off with three take-home facts, tips. So I would uh, like to pass it over to you to start us off, and then I'll go after you. Okay, mate. So my top three tips would be on a bulking diet, sort of what you covered earlier on with scheduling in a little bit of a treat for your diet just to keep you on track, avoid binging, uh, maybe the last meal of the day or just before you, you go to bed, add something a bit more calorie dense that you enjoy, your chocolate, your ice cream, your treat, just to fill those extra calories in without exceeding your limit and that'll keep you on track. Um, the second tip would be make sure you use rest and recovery. If we are, When we're resting, we're repairing and growing. So if we never rest, when are we going to repair and grow? That would be my advice. While frequency of training is vital, we also need to rest and recover. The number one tip, though, would be to start bulking at a lower body fat percentage. 15% and under reaps the best results. Anything higher than 15%, you tend to gain a lot more body fat. So I would always advise starting at under 15%. Those would be my top three tips, pal. Boom. Over to you. Love that. Uh, yeah, so tip number one, um, calorie surplus of only two to 300 calories. Um, that would be my tip. Um, you're going to be over your maintenance calories. We've told you before, if you listen to our previous podcasts um, in, the, in the second one, uh, calorie deficit, we've told you how to calculate your maintenance calories, how to work out how many calories you expense. You want to be over that by two to 300 calories and no more. Um, no less because you won't gain muscle. You won't put in any weight if you're less than that, really. Um, it's a good benchmark. Protein in shakes would be a minimum of 1.5 grams per kilogram of body weight. Um, there are so many different studies and so much research out there about how much protein you should have. 
but one sort of um, regular um, and frequent uh, numbers is this 1.5. It appears in every single study. Um, there are studies which suggest 2.2 gram per kilogram of body weight, but really there's no not much significant difference after 1.5 grams. So that as a minimum benchmark you should aim for. And that basically means if you're 100 kilograms, you eat 150 grams of protein per day. Um, and then my last tip um, is exercise hard. Exercise hard with a lot of variance and a lot of compound lifts. Um, eat plenty of carbs to fuel those workouts. And yeah, basically just just go ham. Go ham with your sessions. Um, go and, ham. And, <laughs> and no no get pun intended massive. with the protein there. <laughs> but yeah, get massive. Um, get de- get I need to say get dench then. Get hench, should I say. Um, get hench. Get dench. I'm bloody like that's lethal bizzle. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that that will be my three tips, my three facts. Uh, that finishes us off um, for our episode on bulking. Hopefully, you took yeah. something from this. Hopefully, now you've uh, eradicated all those uh, misbeliefs that you may have been told, and you know how to go about it going forward. If you need any help from myself or Dean, you know where we are. Um, but I just want to sign off and say thank you for listening again, and we'll see you um, next time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Much appreciated. See you next time. Peace.